Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on Fridays in May, each film touches upon Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Goya or the hard way to enlightenment and the discreet charm of the bourgeoisie at nortonsimon.org. Support comes from Pasadena Playhouse, presenting Jelly's Last Jam. Follow Jelly Roll Morton, the self-proclaimed inventor of jazz, in this ambitious musical masterpiece that's sure to blow the roof off the theater. Performances begin May 29th. Tickets at PasadenaPlayhouse.org. It's Film Week on LAS 89.3. Larry Mantle and our critic Claudia Puig continues in this next segment because she's had a very central and important role with the revival of Vidiots. Do you remember the video store in Santa Monica by that name? It was open for many years and a go-to place for all kinds of independent cinema, very hard-to-find films that were available for rent. Well, Vidiots, the store, closed in 2017. Five years plus later, it's reopened in Eagle Rock, taking over a vintage cinema, rehabbing the facility, two screens on site. Yes, video rentals also available, and Vidiots has now reopened. Joining us, the executive director of the nonprofit Vidiots, Maggie McKay, and board member and LAist film critic Claudia Puig. Maggie, thanks for being with us. Oh, thank you so much. It's an honor. <laughs> so, what was the biggest challenge of getting the new location? up and running oh well of course one or many um i would say there were two equal challenges um one fundraising for a major renovation of a movie theater and video store during a pandemic and then also all of the things that come with brick and mortar in los angeles and permitting and navigating parking parking. oh parking actually hasn't been much of an issue for us we're lucky in eagle rock we have plenty of street parking but um, permitting and, and, you know, raising money for something like this for any arts endeavor is a challenge in the United States. And when you're in, in a pandemic, that doesn't make things easier. But here we are, open. Well, and, and I'm sure you're aware, you know, the American Cinematheque has had financial challenges over the years. Being a nonprofit film entity that screens films, this is a very challenging space to be in. What got you over the hurdle, uh, and this could be for you, Claudia, as well, that led you to believe this this could be self-supporting, that this could be uh, a going concern? I mean, for me, it was always knowing that Vidiots was such a beloved entity. I hate to call it a brand. It's so much bigger than that. Um, it's I knew that the wind behind our back the entire time was how beloved Vidiots is in Los Angeles and how many generations of people it impacted over the course of 32 years in Santa Monica. Um, I knew that because people, we had a lot of time for people to tell us that. Yeah, and people who showed up, even after the so-called video era was done, you still had so many faithful people who came in the door. Well, the excitement, I think, of the the love that is felt for videos, and also there was a lot of love that we sort of found out about the Eagle Theater, which is, you know, has been repurposed, of course, and is now this gorgeous state-of-the-art place. <laughs> that was surprising. People were saying, oh, I came here with my kids, and, and the idea of I a remember theater. Seeing yeah, there. right? And, and people came, not only that, but people, uh, you know, the idea of a theater on the east side. That's because we don't have, especially showing, you know, foreign films or uh, classic films, you know, as we've lost a Lemley here in Pasadena. It's that's so 
critical. I think that the sort of the confluence of all that excitement. Absolutely. And then there were so many people, especially in the early moments of, of, revealing that we were going into the Eagle, who said, oh, I grew up in Eagle Rock. I grew up at the Eagle. I went to UCLA or I moved to the West Side. I got my film education at Vidiots. I'm back on the East Side now. I mean, their heads were exploding that these two <laughs> things were coming together. Well, and have you seen to this point that some of the people who were patrons on the West Side are making the trek to Eagle Rock to the facility, or do you feel like this is a totally new audience? Absolutely. We've had, I mean, we have so many customers and even former clerks who were very devoted to Vidiots when they lived on the west side. Now they live on the east side. Um, there's been such a migration of people from west to east in Los Angeles. But also, yeah, we've had, I mean, Tom Sendejas, one of our very first clerks, came out to one of our first events and you know, we all held hands and cried a little. Our founders are very much involved. They're getting used to making the drive. And they're Westsiders. Yeah. 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 So I, and share with us about fundraising because it's it's an unconventional charity to fundraise for something like this. You know, typically if it's film preservation, things like that, studios have been hit up a lot to, to fund those kinds of projects. So when it comes to fundraising for Vidiots, who've been the, the major donors? Yeah. I mean... Uh, you know, I like to say that our major donors, who we call our founding members, are donors 5,000 and above. And I would say that they're the people who care most about film in L.A. and not just about their own ability to watch and consume film, but about what will happen to film if there's not a future generation um, given access to fall in love with it. And that's really what this is all about is creating, recreating points of access that all of us had. We all had multiple points of access growing up to this art form, and those have been greatly diminished. And so our founding members, um, there are so many, uh, Ryan and Karina, Ryan Johnson and Karina Longworth were early founding members, Phil Lord, Nate Moore, um, Mark Duplass, Mark Duplass and, Jay, yeah. um, and Katie Hazelton. So many people who believed in this when there wasn't a whole lot to believe in. It was an old building. Um, me, with no history of fundraising, <laughs> and our amazing board of directors. But again, it went back to Vidiots, uh -huh. and it went back to a need. And um, I think that's that's where we got where we are. And then the community, who maybe were giving in smaller amounts, but very consistently, um, kids putting together you know, lemonade stands in the <laughs> depths of the pandemic to, to make sure that their movie theater got finished. We're talking with the uh, director of uh, what had been the Eagle Theater, now the new locations for Vidiots, Maggie McKay, executive director. Vidiots has been a nonprofit uh, video store. It's been operating since 1985. Maggie also was the senior programmer for the L.A. Film Festival for more than a decade, director of nominations for the Independent Spirit Award, and has been with Sundance, with AFI, with Aspen Film and others. And uh, the first executive director of Vidiots joining the organization in 2016. Claudia, I wanted to ask you about um, the, the demand for... Uh, actually, you know, renting videos from a place like Vidiots when so much is available now to stream on Macs, 
Uh, you've got, you know, the old Warner Brothers collection. A lot of that is available to stream. There's the Criterion Collection, which has a lot of foreign and classic films, uh, uh, international cinema that's highlighted there. So what's the advantage of having a place you can go to rent a film? Well, there's still major gaps, I think. You know, I, I, I know that I found that when I think, oh, I want to stream something, I want to watch something, and I try to find it everywhere. Can't find it. Can't no. find it. Or, you know, maybe you find it on Amazon, you have to pay a whole bunch of money. There's something about physical media, too, right? We're, you know, returning back to vinyl. You know, there are a lot of us who prefer books over, you know, uh, you know, other forms, iPads and things. So I think that is returning. I think the physical media, and I know that, for instance, in just the first few days that you opened, what, it was like 1,200 uh, DVDs and Blu-rays yeah. were rented? Wow. Yeah. We shattered wow. all of our rental records since 1985 within the first, I think, five days of being open starting on June 1. And we've since rented well over 2,000 titles. And some of them are movies that are not streaming. Many of them are. But I also think what we're seeing is um, this return to... Uh, human interaction around film. I think people are really excited to come into a space, have a conversation with a person, whether it's a clerk or it's another customer or it's their kids. Um, I think people are remembering that physical browsing of a library is very different than the scroll. Um, And what, again, what this means is that you're creating another point of access for a person to remember or to discover for the first time how much they like the movies. And that's um, really valuable. I think we have many, many streaming services um, that have been very supportive of idiots and they get it. They get that the tides rise all boats. Yeah. And so more points of access mean more fans. Better for the overall industry. Yeah. We'll continue our conversation on the reopening of Vidiot's brand new location at what had been the Eagle Theater in Eagle Rock on Eagle Rock Boulevard, reopened both as a place to see films on two screens, but also to rent videos of some of the great films or little hidden gems that our film week critics tell you about that you may not know about, but you'll find them there at Vidiots. We'll be back in just one minute. Support for LAS comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies, held on select Fridays in May. Each film touches upon Spanish artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Goya or The Hard Way to Enlightenment by Conrad Wolf and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie by Luis Buñuel. Screenings are at 4.30 p.m. on consecutive Fridays, now through May 31st. More information at nortonsimon.org. Support for LAist comes from Pasadena Playhouse, presenting Jelly's Last Jam. When Jelly Roll Morton's soul is forced to face the music, the self-proclaimed inventor of jazz is left at the ultimate crossroads. This lively musical follows the journey from the back alleys of New Orleans to the sparkling stages of New York, featuring a sizzling bandstand, electrifying tap dancing, and soulful tunes. On stage for four weeks only, Jelly's Last Jam. Performances begin May 29th. Tickets available now at PasadenaPlayhouse.org. It's Film Week on LAS 89.3. Larry Mantle joined by critic Claudia Puig and by the executive director of the nonprofit Vidiots, 
which uh, has reopened a brand new location, completely remodeled in Eagle Rock. It's a combination of what Vidiot's had been with its video rental service in Santa Monica for decades, but adds also a larger uh, and a smaller screening room uh, to be able to show films that will be of interest to the Vidiot's audience. You were talking about uh, the benefits of being able to physically go through and and look at discs that you're going to take out and and rent. And it reminded me recently I went to a a record store. I was looking for for some jazz vinyl. And, you know, some of the other customers, we just started talking about artists and talking, oh, have you heard this recording? And that was a Japanese date that ended up being, you know. And it's like that with films. It's it because you have these kinds of conversations you're never going to have sitting in your living room, uh, scrolling through a streamer looking at classic films. Right. I mean, film inherently is has always been a social art form. There has always been that aspect of it. And um, seeing just in the last two weeks of being open, uh, groups of teenagers come by themselves to the movies and then wander into the video store. Um, parents bringing their little ones in for their very first movie-going experience at the Eagle and then bringing them to the video store and having these little kids who can't even read yet are able to connect with this medium because they can pick up a box, they can look at it, they can point to things, they can bring them to the clerk and the clerk can engage with them. Um, that is fundamentally uh, important and it it really creates community and it creates fandom and it creates the the sort of encourages the future of movie going too and and what format or is it typically blu-ray that you rent or what is it right we're renting on dvd and blu-ray our rare vhs collection is uh, up over 11,000 titles wow it's pretty precious a lot of it yeah. so um we do have a preservation and digitizing initiative um, that we're looking for funding for, and eventually we'll we'll digitize and take care of all of those. So but you're letting preserved. those tapes of things you've only got on tape go out the door. We're not. We're oh, keeping okay. those. Gonna, yeah, we're yeah. keeping those pretty safe. They're pretty old at this They're point. They're pretty old, <laughs> but. Even many of our DVDs are really precious at this point because they're out of print. So we're pretty careful about what we what we rent out. But we're now, when we went into storage, we were 50,000 titles on DVD and Blu-ray. We are now 61,000 titles. Because people donated. Yeah, thanks yeah. to a very big donation. Um, and then several small ones. But the collection itself is is. Mm-hmm. Mind blowing. So you typically have Blu-ray if it's available on Blu-ray. Is that right? Correct. And we and we are working diligently to build up the Blu-ray collection. And you rent out players too for people who we don't do. have them. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. We, do. we haven't had any requests because so many of our customers. Never dispensed with Well, and and it's funny because they're so inexpensive now. Remember when Blu-rays first came out and they were so expensive? Now you can pick one up so inexpensively. It's it's, it's changed a lot, Uh, even though aren't many people buying Blu-ray players anymore. Um, But uh, there are some advantages, again, also in in just the ability to move around the film using that format as well. So uh, I know you're going to be doing all kinds of market research, Maggie, about where people come from, but are you getting a sense of how widespread the draw is to Vidiots in Eagle Rock? I mean, I would say we have a very devoted customer base in Northeast Los Angeles. We're seeing 
our neighbors walk down the street and come to the theater over and over and over again. I mean, we have a lot of regulars coming to the theater now, um, but we're definitely pulling from, I would say, a very wide swath of the east side of Los Angeles. And definitely we have people making pilgrimages from I know, the west I side. I know people from Santa Barbara who are coming. So, yes. Wow, <laughs> that's great to know. Yeah. I mean, it is... It's really encouraging because it's a lot like what Santa Monica Vidiots was. It's people who are coming from far away because it's a, such a special place and they can access things that they couldn't anywhere else. And we are seeing that. What about the um, projection equipment? Because you had to totally read. It was a movie theater, but hadn't shown films in many years. I think it was a church in the interim, if I recall. Right. So what what have you done in terms of outfitting so you can give the highest quality projection experience? Well, in addition to replacing every bit of electrical, um, every piece of HVAC, almost entirely new plumbing, we also were very lucky and had some very generous donations of digital projectors and 35-millimeter projectors um, and a huge sound donation. The sound is incredible. Um, we're working on our 35-millimeter projectors. 35s take a lot of TLC in this day and age. So they'll be up and running hopefully later this summer. But right now we've got a gorgeous 4K Christie projector in the big house and a 2K Christie in the little house, and we've been doing great so far. What's the capacity of the two houses? The big house is 271. The theater was initially a house for almost 900. Wow! In its heyday, it had absolutely no lobby, no accessibility. So we've we've corrected that, and that's part of why the project took so long, and um, you know was so costly because we wanted to make it a space for everybody we also knew we needed a bigger gathering space and a smaller screening space so the big room is still pretty big for 271 we've got a lot of room in front of the screen for little dance parties and kids to sit on the floor and um you know we can build a stage if we need to but the idea was to make it as flexible and as welcoming as possible. So what's the range of programming that you'd both like to see? Claudia, what, what oh, do you desire Well, there? there's so many great classic. Uh, and I think you're doing such a great balance of programming because there are a couple. There's Earth Mama, which is coming out from A24, July 7th. That's going to be there. Um, and then, you know, in contrast, there's like The Harder They Come or Best in Show or um, His Girl Friday. I mean, it's just it's basically just great movies from all these different eras. Um, and then you have, I think, this Sunday, there's two wedding-related movies, The Wedding Banquet and Monsoon. Oh, we've got Monsoon. a whole day of weddings. For June, June weddings. weddings, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bride of Frankenstein, Monsoon <laughs> Wedding. That is, and... That's a great wedding film. Yeah, it's a great wedding film. And then The Wedding Banquet. Really shipped into my take, but yeah. But, um, well, it sounds like it's going gonna, it's gonna to be quite diverse and... Um, Hopefully, even though it's on the east side, you'll be able to get, you know, some top people in the film industry who might not live in the area to make the trek to come out for the events you've got. I saw a very famous person in the video store the other day. I went to oh, go see did. In the Mood for Love um, at Wong Kar Wai. Yeah. It was gorgeous. It was so beautiful. And then I went into the video store thinking, I'll, you know, just and it was so crowded. Yeah, I was amazed. And I saw a famous filmmaker who I won't mention, but um, just kind of browsing. That delights yeah, me. Yeah. I didn't even know. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, Vidiots was always a home for anybody who was interested in film. And we did. We had a very, you know, well-established industry customer base. Many people who got their education at Vidiots and then 
became, you know, some of our greatest filmmaking talent. And I think that we're going to see that again. Maggie McKay, thank you for coming in and talking about Vidiots. I think it's also important to say founded by, led by women as well, and a very loyal following that's now making its way to Eagle Rock. Thank you so much. Thank we you so much it. for having me. Thank you. She's the executive director of Vidiot's nonprofit video store and now screening space in Eagle Rock on Eagle Rock Boulevard, just south of Colorado. They've totally revamped what had been the Eagle Theater for many years. And our Claudia Puig, who's a board member of Vidiot's, she's been involved in this project for a number of years as well. Claudia, thanks so much. We appreciate it. It's Film Week on LAS 89.3. Have a great weekend. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at Elias.com slash sweeps. Hi, I'm Tracy Thomas, host of One for the Books, and we are back for another round. This is clearly an NPR audience. (laughs) I think they're so smart. What the hell? My guests this time are actor Vela Lavelle and author Amanda Montel, whose new book, The Age of Magical Overthinking, is out now. Join us on May 15th at the Crawford Family Forum for book talk, trivia, and hot takes. Tickets can be found at laist.com slash events.